0: Welcome to Radio KAL, the Superman podcast brought to you by supermanhomepage.com, the number one Superman site in the world. This is show number 36, released on December 19, 2007. I'm Steve Eunice and joining me is my co-host, Neil Bailey. Hi, Neil.
1: Hey, Steve. Merry Christmas. Yeah,
0: and to you too. Uh, are you expecting any Superman presents under the tree this year? Uh,
1: not too many, actually. I'm going to be uh, going mostly alone this year, but... Uh, I am hoping for that death and return, Omnibus. We'll we'll see, though.
0: Yeah, uh, I hope you've been a good boy this year.
1: Oh, I try. They're all those old ladies I smack around, but they got it coming. I mean, I I said I didn't want any candy, old fags.
0: (laughs) He is joking, folks, I promise.
1: Yeah, I am joking. I I do want candy.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into our chat. Uh, Let's talk talk about Superman comic books. Uh, This is our last radio KAL show for 2007. Uh, so what did you make of Superman Comics published this past year?
1: Uh, all three of them that got published, you mean? Nah, I'm <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, actually, when they were out, uh, many were quite good. I'm still completely unsold on um, Busea, uh Countdown, or Bizarre World, but Confidential's initial five issues were great, um, as was All-Star Superman, which I think had three or four issues out this year. <laughs> grumble, grumble. But uh, I think all in all, it was more of a down year for Superman comics for me. I, there were even points where I actually questioned reading the comics anymore because of the delays and the events and some of the story quality. I was particularly annoyed with the way Camelot Falls just dragged on and on and the backup for the annual, the backup story, which just completely flabbergasted me because it got published and had no conflict at all. It just bugged me. But uh, then again, all-star Superman is Superman at his best, and when John's is on man is on he's only had that little wow with bizarro world
0: yeah i agree uh i think the dcu as a whole was uh dragged down quite a bit by countdown uh the scheduling problems saw us with what felt like something like 25 percent less comics than in other years uh there were some bright moments overall but uh i think it was about 60 percent below par versus 40 percent above par for me
1: Yeah, if I had to rate it percentage-wise, I'd say it was probably about 75% disappointing for me with this year. That's with all of the delays, you know, because I can't even make a good story a pain pain in the butt. And the fact that there were uh, essentially two writers working on mainline Superman right now and nothing else, um, and stories that were supposed to be great and seemed to be that just threw in the towel for me.
0: Yeah. All-Star Superman was definitely a highlight. Uh, Confidential was hit and miss, and... uh... Superman and Action Comics were up and down as well, but as I said in my recent Big Blue Report newsletter, I miss the days of the 1990s with the triangle numbering and a continuing, concise Superman storyline that continued from week to week. You knew where it was going, no ifs, no buts.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I went back to look at that a little while back, and I read the issues, a goodly number of them, and uh, the complaints that people had about that system were and are valid. You had constrained storytelling, a lack of a certain Silver Age set of elements that people liked, and a good bit of 90s schlock, but I'm serious. Those writers were on the same page, at least. And when they weren't, they quickly got shot back in line. And each book had its own distinct character, despite being part of a larger story. Um, I don't see what Confidential is adding to the mythos, nor what All-Star is as a mainline book as opposed to an event. Um, We need more regular, cohesive, continuity-based Superman by multiple artists who are on the same page. Um, people who say that the triangles failed have yet to learn the lesson of 52. Um, triangles and giant intermeshed continuities, like anything else, fail only when the writing sucks. And 52 was basically a triangle-numbered book that, that really yeah. just rocked. Um, but, but what's better, a lot of continuity people can reference and enjoy. Um, or do you pander to that uh, quick buck of the guy who's too dumb lazy, or pop culture hipster to Google story points.
0: Yeah, well, things are looking up for the near future. I see Renato Geddes has been signed on as the new artist for the regular Superman title, and uh, I'm warming to his work. It's uh, got a certain realism to it that's refreshing.
1: Uh, I honestly don't know him by name for any distinctive quality of his work, but that's not a slight against him by me. I just haven't considered him in the role yet.
0: Well, he did that. Uh, he did the artwork in that backup story you hated in the Superman Annual.
1: I love it, of course. Well, I see that actually was the best part about that story. I love that art. Um, I recall fiving it if I if I remember right. But uh, if that's him, that'll probably be pretty good on for the on the art front.
0: Yeah, and uh, Chloe Sullivan makes her debut in this in issue of Superman 674 coming out in March. Uh, what do you make of that news?
1: Uh, a lot of people seem pretty happy about it, but with me, it depends on how they handle it. You know, I got I got to judge it after I see it, but. Uh, Personally, I kind of see Chloe as meant to be a Lois Lane character in the Smallville universe, because they didn't have a Lois in the TV show, which is making Lois on the show currently, as I feel redundant, you know, and a lot of fans share that complaint, but uh, introducing her into the comics to continuity, when we haven't even really fully integrated Chris, um, Chris Kent, and have no real grasp on what new Earth Superman is, and is kind of, uh, in my opinion, a bit of a stunt, Um, and I love Chloe, Chloe's my favorite character on Smallville, but but it seems like an odd time.
0: Well, apparently she's not the same age as Clark and Lois in the comic book version, and she'll be more Jimmy's age in the comics, but uh, she's still Lois's cousin and will be introduced as a new intern at the Daily Planet.
1: That's interesting. I, I just actually, I pulled up the article a few minutes before we started chatting to read, so I haven't got all the details, but uh, I would then question why not some Lucy action or... Some Ron Trope uh, or Troop, depending on how you pronounce it. He's a he's a critically underused character. There are a lot of supporting characters that that could make a great contribution to Superman right now. Um, and, and and Lois even is not getting characterized that much now. So why a new character?
0: Mm. Well, obviously they want to try and pull in some Smallville fans who might not be reading the comics.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Is kind of stunty, but like I said, I do hope it rocks, and I'll evaluate it when I see it. Yeah, idea just seems kind of left field to me right now.
0: Well, speaking of Smallville, the uh, last episode for the year aired in the U.S. Uh, the other night, and we won't see another new episode until the end of January. So, what's been your take on Season 7 so far?
1: So far, much the same from last year, unfortunately. The ideas are much better in terms of the cool quality, like in terms of, hey, let's do some mythos, but... Uh, Unfortunately, they seem to be using the same tired soap opera TV formula to execute them. You get zor as an arbitrary bad guy and Kara as the petulant ass instead of the role model that's positive plus boobs. But uh, even, le- even less than uh, even less of Clark becoming who he's meant to be, which is unfortunate.
0: Yeah, it does seem to have stagnated a bit. Uh, Clark just never seems to move forward at all. And as for Laura Vaunderv- La- Laura Vandervoort as Kara. Uh, I saw recently that she's extended her stay on the show, uh, signing on to be for around 15 of the 22 episodes of this season, if we get that many with the continuing writer strike.
1: Yeah, I do, I, I do like her as Fresh Blood more than I did uh, Green Arrow, but uh, I'm still just sitting here kind of saying, guys, this... Uh The new character Band-Aid isn't going to stop the hemorrhage, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Just on that writer's strike, uh, as of this podcast, uh, talks between the writers and the powers that be continue. There's no light at the end of the tunnel at this point in time, and if things aren't resolved soon, we'll only get 15 episodes in Season 7. What that means for a possible eighth season is anyone's guess. Uh, I did ask Al Goff, but uh, he couldn't answer at the time and has promised to answer those questions once more is known about the result of the strike.
1: It'd be just our luck for the show to die mid-season on a cliffhanger.
0: Yeah, you never know. Uh, okay, I can't go on without mentioning the return of Pete the Boss Ross.
1: Yeah, you'd think that guy would have at least called Clark by now. Some friend. Yeah, I know. I mean, geez, it's not like Clark can't run and see him too. What a couple of insensitive guys. <laughs> well, I wasn't
0: uh, too pleased to read some of the stuff surrounding Pete's return. Uh, does everyone in Smallville have to turn into a meteor freak?
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to stay away from the spoilers in specific, but uh, actually, I just haven't been that big on looking lately. But yeah, it seems like when Martha eventually finally pops in, she'll probably have the ability to start debates about torture and rig elections or something.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we just have to wait and see with the new episodes when they begin in 2008 and uh, see how it all pans out. Yeah, agreed. Okay, and as far as 2008 is concerned, uh, let's hear your predictions for the new year uh What are you looking forward to most? Uh, What are you expecting? Uh, Any predictions in regards to Superman as a whole, not just for Smallville?
1: Well, my predictions are (laughs) that uh, the music run will continue as it has so far. You know, not much change. Probably pleasing some, displeasing others like me. Uh, I'm guessing Renato will be a hit. Uh, I think uh, All-Star Superman will finish with 12 and be thought of as a new title or in line with Batman. Um, I'm guessing that Man of Steel will enter full production. Um, I just got a feeling about that. I think that Justice League as a movie will hit a bunch of snags but ultimately appear. I don't think it'll do incredibly well but I think it'll be an okay movie. I predict that Smallville will end with this season, not because I want it to but because that's my luck. (laughs) Um, I predict that uh, Countdown will not make an upturn and I worry that Final Crisis will be disappointing and cause a major DC upheaval which uh, causes me to also predict that either Dan DiDio or Paul Levitz will be in a different position by the end of next year. Um, Moving up, moving down, who knows? But I kind of see next year as kind of a crux point in that regard. And uh, I think the Seattle Seahawks will win the Super Bowl. (laughs) You? (laughs) Wow. Uh,
0: I should have gone first. Uh, There's no way I can top that. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I think uh, D.C. will learn some important lessons from the fallout of Countdown and hopefully fix the problems with the multiverse after Final Crisis, or with Final Crisis. I predict uh, Superman comic sales will fall again, before, say, a mid- to late-year shuffle, which will see sales increase once again. Um, I predict Smallville Season 7 will end on the 15th episode, as stated, but that we will get a Season 8. I'm looking forward to Justice League New Frontier. I think it will be a huge success. Uh, Much bigger than Superman Doomsday. I think the JLA movie will finally start moving forward early in 2008. But uh, I think that fans will probably be disappointed with the casting of the Superman role. I don't know who it might be. I haven't heard anything but rumours at this point in time. But I just think that people will realise what a good choice Brandon Routh was for Superman Returns. And I think we won't hear anything about the next Superman movie until... Mid-2008.
1: But the important question remains unanswered. When will we get a Commandy movie? <laughs>
0: 2019? I don't know. Um, <laughs> oh, and South Sydney, my team, will win the 2008 Rugby League Premiership in two- <laughs> in Australia. I wish. Uh, but for all I know, uh, I could be totally full of crap and have all my predictions fall flat.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping a majority of mine will. That, uh, that always makes for good fun in the future. Future, future. <laughs> but, but but honestly, I do hope they uh, realign and explain Superman's continuity. That really is necessary, and I yeah. don't see it happening, but I hope that they do. And, and I hope your team wins as well. <laughs> thank you,
0: thank you, so do I. And just in case people out there think we're forgetting to report on any Justice League movie news here in this uh, podcast, there's really been nothing new to report. Uh, JLA casting news hasn't been forthcoming. We've just got the same old rumours, and... I am expecting official word will arrive in the new year because the movie does pro- supposedly start production in February.
1: Cool, keep an eye out, guys. We'll be reporting.
0: Okay, that's that. Uh, let's move on to the big question segment of the show. Let's start with the big question. Last show, we asked the big question, who is your favourite Superman actor and why? We received a, a bunch of emails responses, and let's read out those before we play the recording of our Radio KAL Live broadcast, which we asked the same question.
1: All righty, here we go. Jeremy Crawford writes, My name is Jeremy, and I am new to the big question. My favorite Superman actor is Dean Kane, because he played his clerk as a normal everyday guy, and his Superman was a modern-day classic hero. Also, he was built and looked like Superman during the John Burns comics. Hmm,
0: interesting. Comment? Yeah, I didn't think we'd get many Dean Cain uh, fans, but... Uh, We've got uh, Bork from Ork, who writes, uh, To me, Christopher Reeve is the Superman actor. As a child, I watched Superman 2 hundreds of times on video, which is how I was introduced to the character. Despite not knowing a word of English or quite understanding what was happening, as a dumb Swedish kid I was, the concept of Superman was entirely conveyed to me by him. The inner and outer strength, the courage, the humility, it was all there. I only wish he'd gotten to play the neutral Clark as much as the man of steel and the bumbling news reporter.
1: Nice. Calvin Bowles wrote, or Calvin Bowes, rather, wrote, You may be surprised what I'll say as my favorite Superman actor was, and I bet I am going to be the only person to name this man. My favorite actor played the Man of Steel was the late, great Bud Collier. Ah, not the only one, but hey, there you go. <laughs> my uh, reason is the way he would be able to effortlessly go from Clark to Superman, and it was easy to believe that people around him could buy that Superman and Clark Kent were not the same person. I feel that like Chris Farise must have been very much influenced by Collier's performance. If you look at performances by George Reeves or Dean Cain, for example, there's virtually no difference in the portrayal of Clark and Supes. Not saying I didn't enjoy the, performance, the performances as well, but I just feel Collier's is far superior. And in case you would argue that Collier's performance was totally audio, I challenge you to just listen to the voices of each actor who portrayed Superman on TV, movies, radio, cartoons, and children's records, and I feel you'd have to argue, agree Collier pulled off the dual role of Clark Kent and Soup's the best. I've said my piece, now I expect the darts to come at me, but I will always feel like Collier was the best so far, the best so there. No darts from us. (laughs) No,
0: not at all. Uh, Calvin, you've actually uh, hit the nail on the head for me too. I I, uh, have uh, Bud Collier as my favourite Superman actor as well, and uh, uh, Christopher Reeve a close second. But uh, let's continue on. Uh, Grassman wrote, In response to who is the best actor to play Superman, I loved Christopher Reeve not only because he played Superman, but because of the struggles he made in his later life. Uh, however, I must say that Tom Welling is just awesome in the role on Smallville and really wish that he had been cast in the Justice League movie as Soup's instead of some relatively unknown actor. But if it's not going to be Brandon Routh, who is the current Superman, at least give someone I know is comfortable and really good in the role. There you go. Yeah.
1: Bob Moorhead wrote, By far the best Superman actor is Bud Collier. Hey, another one. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you thought I'd say Chris Reeve. Originating the role on the radio show and carrying it on with both, in both the Fleischer and Filmation cartoons, Collier was the voice of Superman for generations. His ability to switch between the Clark Kent and Superman personas has never been equal. This yep. guy's getting the butt nomination. Yeah, who would
0: have thought that a, an actor from the 1940s would be still the, the, the favourite for many fans, but uh, it just shows how, how good he was and how uh, well his uh, character has endured. Okay, uh, Jeffrey Taylor writes, Christopher Reeve is the greatest actor to play Superman ever. Here's why. Donner and the Salkinds totally lucked out when they discovered Reeve for the original 1978 movie. He was a Juilliard trained actor who understood the difference between Superman and Clark Kent and clearly played them both separately. Reeve was a genius and he not only looked that part, which is rare enough in, in and of itself, but was the most superb actor to ever don the tights. I appreciate all the other actors who played the part, especially George Reeves, Dean Cain and by proxy Tom Welling, but Reeves was clearly the best actor of them and the best in the suit. I even used his performance in Superman the Movie as a character study when I was teaching middle school theatre a few years ago. I've met Reeves on more than one occasion, both before and after his accident. His son Matt was on my baseball team in Williamstown, Massachusetts when I was eight years old and he had a home there. Uh, Beyond his acting work, he proved what it takes to be a superhero in the real world, where superheroes unfortunately have no place. Place. Earth is a darker place without him. Nice thoughts there, Jeffrey.
1: David Landon wrote, the best Superman actor, Chris Reeve. In my opinion, he was in a class by himself. He really made us believe that Superman could hide behind a pair of glasses and no one would ever figure out he was Clark Kent." The scene in the first movie in Lois's apartment when he transforms before our eyes from Clark to Superman and back to Clark is simply amazing. I have a lot of respect for the other guys who played the character, but Ree's performance made you believe that Superman was real. Yeah, very I, good. I, I love like, that uh,
0: scene in the apartment. That's uh, that's I always show that to people who wonder how Clark Kent and Superman can't be seen as the same person.
1: But yeah, I used to do that when I was a kid, just goofing around. I'd take off my glasses and pretend I was Christopher because that scene was so memorable. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, thanks to all those people. Uh, here's the best parts of what people had to say about this big question during our live Skype cast on December 13th.
1: I'm still sicking with uh, Tom Welling, though I, though I did look at last night after we talked, I looked online and looked at... Uh, the mixed media, the the rate, the uh, idea of uh, you know, and, and we talked also about the way that if we could include, uh, say, a comic book artist, because that's kind of a depictor if you think about it. Um, we, I'd have to go with Tom Grummet or, or Dan Jurgens or maybe McGinnis, but uh, you know, a, a lot of it with me is Tom Welling, mostly out of familiarity as opposed to Christopher Reeve, who I think. If you had to go, like, in terms of ratio, like, time on screen, I think Chris Reed gives the best performance, but I think overall I associate myself with Tom Welling a lot more right now because of the fact that um, that he's played the part of uh, a superpowered guy that looks like Superman. A guy pointed out yesterday, and, and quite astutely, that he has not played Superman to a degree, but... Uh, I associate his look with what I see behind the cape right now. If you're talking about people who had to jump into the suit in order to play Superman, if you want to use that as a disqualifier for Tom Welling, I still I, I still have to go with Chris Reeve, obviously. Um, in the summer of 2005 or 2006, I can't remember, I've got a horrible memory, when Superman Returns came out, um, it was Brandon Routh for a couple of months there because he was obviously who was the most closely associated with a, a, which made the question to me indicate that, uh, for me, it broadly uh, makes me think more about the, the the archetype behind the character as opposed to the character itself, um, mm-hmm. and I just put whatever faces on it at the time, because the important thing is the morality. How yeah. about you? Well,
0: personally, um, my favorite portrayal of, of Superman uh, is Clayton Bud Collier, who played Superman in the 1940s radio series, and in a number of cartoons in the 60s and and what have you. Uh, Just for me, he just embodies the character so well. Uh, His uh, portrayal of Clark Kent differentiated between it and his uh, voice for Superman just really bring a smile to my face each time I hear him do the transition. And uh, I think he set the stage for what came afterwards in regards to people... um, you know being able to actors being able to differentiate between Clark Kent who just wears the glasses and seems to only have that as his uh um secret identity where but Bud Collier showed that you know the voice and, and the mannerisms were just were so much more than uh than just you know the glasses and uh to me he is my favorite superman actor nice We've got Justin in the room with us. He's finally joined. And also Peter Scott Morgan, who was with us yesterday. But, uh, yeah, thanks for persisting and trying to get connected uh, to the room.
2: Yeah, finally got in.
0: (laughs) Bit of a hassle, huh? Uh, I had easier...
3: It was easier getting Michael Jackson tickets.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but we did water.
0: So, uh, all right, Justin, uh, you kind of text messaged us before about Michael Michael Rosenbaum, but uh, the question is, as such, who is your favourite Superman actor and who has played the character of Superman and why? It would have to be Christopher Reeve.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. He overpowers them. Um, The reason why is, um, you know, as I've seen in many um, Superman DVDs where he first became an actor flying scenes and things like that was just like natural to him mm-hmm. like he can believe you know he can make a man fly or believe that a man can fly and he did it and as an actor he just did it you know feel like a glove
0: yeah he did it i think because of the fact that yep. uh, he uh was a pilot himself um the whole dynamics of you know of tilting and and uh And what have you to turn for the the flight sequences just came natural to him and he understood the dynamics of flying Mm. and so i think uh in that respect he to me some of the flying sequences in superman the movie were more realistic than what they did in superman returns i i think that uh, christopher e was definitely uh uh you know perfect for for that uh role yeah Especially when they talk about the rubbery effect
2: for the CGI, the new stuff, You yeah. didn't make it look rubbery.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously they didn't have computer yep. graphics in uh, Superman the movie and, and those Christopher Reeve movies. They had to use a lot of the green screen or blue screen effect back then to uh, put the him in front protection. of the you know in front of the buildings and what have you. So yeah, uh, thanks Justin for for those comments. Um, Peter, is am I hearing correctly? Do you have a microphone?
2: I have indeed. I'm, you know, I'm up there now. I've managed to sort out my technical issues. I'm, yep.
0: Very good. Well, uh, welcome to the to the world of microphone (laughs) chats.
2: Got there in the end.
0: So, whereabouts are you from? Yeah, no, I
2: mean, say again,
0: whereabouts are you from, Peter?
2: Yep, I'm in Kent, in the UK. Okay,
0: fantastic. uh, So, what's your uh, view on this bit nippy down this neck of the woods? (laughs) I imagine it is. So.
2: Yeah. So, again, you know, Steve, I was talking over you at the time.
0: That's all right. I was just going to say to you, what's your opinion on this topic of who is your favourite Superman actor?
2: Uh, I'll have to go with Justin. Yeah, definitely Christopher Reeve. He, he just had a, a certain presence. You he, he knew you were in the room with him. Um, He, he just had such... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Quiet confidence. He just emanated... Uh, you know, Superman, he, he, and like you, you were saying, I mean, these flying scenes, he, he was a natural at it. You know, something, uh, as you say, again, Ralph had, uh, he, he didn't do it quite as well as Superman, certainly the flying scenes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, I think, I think a lot of the, uh, I think we could have done with a lot more of Brandon Ralph in front of the, uh, the screen flying. I think they used probably too much, cgi for the flying scenes and and didn't yeah, get enough close-up uh of uh of brandon in front of the uh the, the camera in the flying sequences so i think it was obvious when they were not using him um and were using uh computer graphics mm. instead yeah,
2: that end flyaway scene suffered terribly because of it but uh yeah
1: yeah i can see what you're talking about there it, it had kind of a it wasn't. It, it wasn't as real because, like, at least you had Christopher Reeve looking at you, and it was actually technically better looking, you know, in a way. But I can see it, it didn't feel as human. I, I understand what you're talking about. I, I more was awed by the music in that scene than the actual acting, which is kind of weird. Oh, definitely,
2: definitely, and the lighting as well. The sun, uh, sunset, brilliant.
0: Uh, Stephen Wright has managed <laughs> to join us. Stephen, welcome.
3: Yay! Is it working? <laughs>
0: yes, it's working.
3: Oh my god. What are you guys talking about? I'm too frustrated right now.
0: <laughs> well, uh, take a deep breath, count to ten, and then when you're ready, uh, give us your opinion on who is your favourite Superman actor and why.
4: Okay. Give me a few.
0: <laughs> okay, have you counted to ten yet? Yeah. Have I counted
3: to ten? Um, give me a and actually think about it. <laughs> you mean? Love, love. I mean, the obvious answer is Christopher Reeve, but I don't. Want, I don't I'm not sure I want to give the obvious answer of Christopher Reeve. So, hey, it's think. okay if everybody's
1: unanimous. Yeah, well, no I, I mean, I don't. Think is everyone else? Is everyone else picking him?
0: Well, so far Neil has said Tom Welling, but technically that's I'm not the Superman. Man but uh, he would then refer yeah. to Christopher Reeve if uh, if that was uh, ruled out. Uh, Peter said Christopher Reeve personally. I've said. Uh, bud collier from the radio series and and some of the cartoons but uh, uh christopher reeve is definitely a second for me behind bud collier yeah i guess uh-huh. for me it's it's
3: it's for me it's it's chris reeve and then tom welling is a second close second because i'm such a big smallville fan
0: we don't have anybody else joining us at this point in time uh steven was there anything else you wanted to add since you've taken so long to get in and and have only just uh, <laughs> been in here for two seconds
4: uh no because
3: I, I don't even know what you're talking about because I'm an idiot.
0: Uh, oh, so, priest.
3: I probably I'm a just have to. Bigger idiot, I can guarantee it. <laughs> no, nah, well, physically I'm a bigger
0: idiot. I mean,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we're having an idiot off. It's on now. There
0: you go. There you go. Well, uh I, I think Neil is um is willing to 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 join the idiot mob. I'm not uh, putting my hand up yet. <laughs> Oh God forbid <laughs> Well I appreciate you guys joining in, us, uh, in with us today It's uh, not have been as smooth as last week But it was great Peter that you got your microphone working We were able to chat with us yep. uh, on, on air And uh, Stephen it's always great to talk to you I also thank Justin who joined yeah. us earlier Thanks to everyone who participated in that Radio KAL live show Uh, Not sure if we'll be back on board for another live show in January as such, but we'll definitely be doing more live shows in 2008. So, Neil, did you have a big question, a new big question for fans to respond to?
1: I do indeed. Given the fact that Chloe Sullivan is an immensely popular character on Smallville, do you think she should or should not be added to the comics, and why? Should she have died in the show? Should she be the same character? What's your take? Send it in, comic -er irregardless, and we'll run them all before she debuts in Action Comics. It's actually Superman, but yep. <laughs> oh, actually, but yeah, all right. Hey, there's a live gap There you go.
0: Well, you can respond to this big question by visiting the Radio KAL webpage at supermanhomepage.com and clicking on the big question button to email us your response. Alternatively, you can record your answer as an MP3 file and submit that to us to be played in our next Radio KAL show. Lois
3: Lane takes the stand.
2: I know he was in love with me, and wanted me to love him in return. How do you know that? Did he write you letters? Emails? Were there phone calls? Text messages? Sky writing? Don't be ridiculous.
3: The Steelworks gets a visitor.
2: I've been working on a report on Envy, trying to piece together bits of information on him to see if I can possibly track him down.
3: Funny you should mention that. Perry gives Lois a new angle to explore.
2: I'm a reporter, Perry. How could I have not seen this coming? How could it not have occurred to me?
3: And Superman heads down a path of no return.
4: Zod this, Zod that, just makes me
3: sick. What kind of Kryptonian does he think he is? Maybe he's not even Kryptonian. You will not speak about the General in such a manner! Steal away with Superman, the last son of Krypton, issue 36, on December 19th, 2007, at supermanhomepage.com. Next time on Supergirl, Lost Daughter of Krypton, Metallo has a run-in with the law. It's my job to make sure whoever's responsible is brought to justice. You think I'm responsible? Look, if you would just come back to the station with me. How many times have I got to tell you? I didn't kill those guys. Steve tells all.
2: So she did survive the blast on Themyscira.
0: Yeah, it hurt her pretty bad, I think, but she's alive. She's rented a convertible and headed west out of town. And the situation in Swifton is about to heat up.
4: I want panic and mayhem. Go out and have fun. Remember what happened to your chocolate friends when they screwed up.
3: Supergirl, Lost Daughter of Krypton, Issue 8, Evidence and Eavesdropping, debuts December 19, 2007, at supermanhomepage.com.
2: The main event happens tomorrow night. Do not fail. Yeah.
4: Only one
3: thing alive of less than four legs can hear this frequency, Superman, and
0: that's you. Super secret soundbite time. Last show, the sound we played came from the Smallville Season 6 episode, Rage. Six people guessed it correctly, and those six people were Justin Samartzis, Brandon Wigginton, Ismail Perez, DJ Goofy, Jason Grass, and Steve. Good job, all. Yeah, see if you can guess which episode of Smallville this new sound comes from.
1: I'm through explaining myself to anyone. That is Gleek. Definitely Gleek. Uh,
0: Gleek? Did some Smallville Zoo monkey get infected with kryptonite and I missed that episode?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I know everything about Smallville. I'm telling you everything. It's Gleek. <laughs> I'd set my watch and warrant on it. Season 4, episode 23. Gleek!
0: Okay, well, unlike Neil, if you think you know which episode of Smallville that sound comes from, go to the Radio K L webpage, click on the secret, Super Secret Soundbite button and send your entry in. Everyone who guesses it right will have their name read out in the next Radio KAL podcast.
1: Sorry, too much nog.
0: Well, Superman song time again.
1: Oh, what do you got? Hard rock, rap, folk, what is it this month?
0: I've got one, actually, that you'll definitely have heard of. It's Jimmy Olsen's Blues by Spin Doctors.
1: Oh, yeah, back in middle school, the middle school special. (coughs) (laughs)
4: Bye. <laughs> Stronger than a tree. You gotta keep around me, loveless man. I can't believe it. Love uh-huh. The okay.
0: ends our last Radio KAL show for 2007 but don't worry we'll be back in 2008 so remember if you have anything you want to suggest for the next show a discussion topic a Superman song a big question suggestion email us using the KAL mail button at the Radio KAL webpage and we'll endeavour to include it in a future show thank you Neil for a great 2007
1: Thank you, Steve. Merry Christmas. You stay classy, Commandy, I will dance on your grave.
0: On behalf of the whole Superman Homepage staff, I'd like to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Super New Year. You've been listening to Radio KAL from (laughs) supermanhomepage.com.